Hey guys, welcome back to another episode, another rendition, another testament of the Fogelers. Today, we're talking about Louisiana. I know, fucking Louisiana. Uh, The UK, Conor McGregor and how he gets knocked the fuck out. Coinbase going public and Dogecoin going to the moon. And speaking of other things going to the moon, we're also talking about GameStop and AMC, two of the hot topics in the fucking news. If you got money invested in these two, you probably made money and I'm proud of you. And if you didn't, you're probably looking at GameStop and thinking, wow, I really wish I invested my fucking life savings in that. And you would be correct. As always, there's adult themes and bad language. In fact, I've said a few of those sailor words in this intro, so you should already know what you're getting yourself into. But... If you don't like that kind of stuff, this probably isn't the podcast for you. Enjoy. since like my brother moved out and my sister moved out so it's like i'm basically turning my bedroom into a like home office like it's literally computer fun toy land and i threw my bed out and i'm sleeping in the guest room so like if we ever have a guest i'm just gonna sleep on the floor of my computer room (laughs) and then just like change the sheets and let him sleep in my room you know okay that's cool um is your little brother still there yeah, and we have like a, he has his own bedroom where he has enough space for everything. Does he get two rooms too then, or is he fine with just? Uh, no, he room? gets the big room though. Oh, okay, yeah. So your mom just gets to live through this. Uh, nothing changed for her. She just has her own bedroom and she's just chilling. <laughs> but I mean, like she has you know a whole house. Like she could literally kick us out at any point in time, and we'd be like, yeah, fair enough, you know. Like yeah, if she really wanted the space. Like she could just kick us out. <laughs> We'd be like, "Yeah, I get it. It's your house." Yeah, I get that. Yep. Just uh, we're just gonna. I'm the same way, man. Just keep mooching off our parents. Um. Shoot, I forgot what I was gonna transition with. So, let's transition to uh, these stories. <laughs> Jesus okay, Christ. you want me to go? I'll go. I'll go first. <laughs> Uh, the UK is going to give millions of Hong Kong BNOs, which stands for British, uh, national overseas, I believe. So it's like some kind of like half-ass, I don't, I don't want to like dismiss it. It's perfectly valid, but it's like some kind of British citizenship, but it's not full citizenship. Okay. So that's like, you're a British national overseas and you hold a, uh, 
a passport that like says you belong to the uk it's like a uk passport but it's like when you look in it it's like you're not full citizen you know it's like right overseas okay so back in like the 80s i think uh like a bunch of people in hong kong when when like hong kong was getting transitioned uh to china away from the uk they like gave a bunch of people this like half citizenship so now they're going to give them the opportunity to become full citizens I read oh. I read in this new article. Okay. That's so cool. if you yeah, if you have the 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 national overseas citizenship, you'll be able to like move to the UK for like 5 years and work and then like work towards becoming full-time citizen. Yeah, I like that. <clears throat> That's a... Yeah, and if you had at least one parent that had the citizenship, you'll be eligible as well. So like it's like super accessible. Uh it they estimate four point five point four million people will be able to uh, do this, go through this program, and that's like seventy two percent of Hong Kong's population. So yeah, wow. that's crazy. All right, can we talk about the fact that Hong Kong wants nothing to do with China and they're willing to take whatever they can get to like get citizenship else elsewhere? Yeah, and this is the UK just saying like, "Hey, come hang out with us." Like, <laughs> yeah. Right? It's kind of funny away. that uh, the UK, so the UK took over Hong Kong. I don't need to go into the full history of it, right? But everybody knows, right? That's why like two hundred like years ago, right? Yeah, it's like exactly. a fucking way before we were alive. <laughs> and then uh, China, like recently, just got it back, and Hong Kong was like, "No, like you're not helping us. Like we want, we want to, we don't want to be liberated. Is that the right word? Yeah, whatever. Sad yeah, time. I don't for, even know. Uh... They want liberation of independence on their own." Yeah. liberation from you from the uk and from uh china it's also funny because hong kong's economy is like way way better than a lot of uh chinese providences i don't know i Have don't want to go been? into it too much yeah i've been to hong kong it's nice it's, it's like really... casinos and stuff right yeah it's awesome dude it's a really like thriving city and like Fun. there's amusement parks everywhere i there's like i mean they have their own disneyland i'm pretty sure right so like it's called cool. Disneyland or is it like called Hong Kong Land and it's just like a theme park? I think it's Dis- it's like a Disneyland. Like it's okay. uh I'm Disney sure there Hong is Kong. a I think there is a Hong Kong Land though, which is like their six flags, you know, but it's Hong Kong, so it's Hong Kong Land. It's just a theme park, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, so in the future when when uh China invades Hong Kong, hopefully 72% of the population just moves to England. Yeah, I mean, does England have the space, though? Do you think England could support, like, if 10 million people just moved to England, do you think they would, like, be overcrowded because it's, like, a small island? Well, they have, like, farms and stuff, and honestly, like, with future shit, like, I feel like we're actively working to solve these problems, like, vertical, you know, growth in towns, like, towers and stuff like that. Like, it's we've had skyscrapers for a couple of years, you know? Like, we can manage it, right? Mm, let's hope so for the sake of humanity right uh, yeah next up we got conor mcgregor gets knocked the fuck out <laughs> so where's he from he's from he's ireland from the UK? ireland so that is that, okay that, is yeah that UK? that's in the uk yeah that is uk there's your transition um, for you thanks man uh so did you watch so the who knocked him who all? knocked him out i do not fucking know man <laughs> i watched like the fight some no name guy no, it, he was. He, he's got a name. It's just like, do you know any names in the UFC other than like Conor McGregor, Joe Rogan, <laughs> Joe Rogan? Yeah, like, oh, Dustin Poirier. That's his name. So just like, 
I think he was the lightweight uh champion, which was Conor McGregor's old title. I'm 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 kind of talking out of my ass here, but that's my understanding. So yeah, you I know, don't know anything about fighting. Everybody knows Conor McGregor though, right? Like, but you, you gotta love to... how you were like, yeah, he has a name. Like as if I was expecting him to just not have a name. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Schmo the second. Oh, right. So you just look at his ID. It's like blankety blank. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I don't know. It's cool. There's a lot of uh, hype around Conor McGregor because, you know, he, like, talks shit or whatever. And, yeah, uh, and literally, like, the his one claim to fame is that he fought Floyd Mayweather and lost, right? Well, he's that's also the only the, time I've ever heard of his name. He's also the lightweight champion, so. Um, yeah, that's kind of a big deal. He's the two-time. He's He's yeah, got a pretty good wonder... win record. It's 22-5, and five, so, like, that's, you know, that's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, that's solid. I mean, yeah. better than I got. I'm, I'm like oh for one <laughs> i mean who did you fight i don't want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> okay was it recently <laughs> you just say no that? no it wasn't recently okay but anyway okay. once you um, uh once you get into a fight and somebody murders you then you have to be buried into the ground which is my transition to the next story uh-huh this uh police officer he died at age 55 from cancer and he's like a Louisiana guy. I think outside of New Orleans he lived. Anyway, uh, so they went to go bury. Because he What's is up? Blo- okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Explain it first, and then I'll get into it. Yeah, people can't read the show notes. Fuck. Right? This is this is an audio medium, all right? <laughs> so they went to go bury him, like his widow. And then, like, they rolled up to the cemetery and they were like, hey, let's get a plot for this guy. Like, you know, normal thing. Like, that's how you do it. That's how you bury people. And the cemetery worker said, you can't bury him here because he's black. Yeah, and see, I like, don't know about that. Like, And then the he... widow is like, like, bitch, this is 2021. The fuck you mean? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like, she's just like, what? And, uh... Yeah, like, it was, like, some old Jim Crow, like, still in the bylaws of the cemetery that said, like, all uh, persons that have to be buried here are white. Yeah, and, so this uh, feels really unbelievable, because it is 2021, right? And, and if you're truly, like, racist, you'd probably come up with, like, another like, reason. reasons. you think to... it, like, it just seems like a thing that fell through the cracks, right? And the, uh, the owner of the cemetery, like, or, like, the president, or wh- whatever cemeteries have, I don't even know, uh he like came up and like apologized and he just said like this rule fell through the cracks. Like I wasn't aware of it, but like, I'm not sure that I completely believe him. Uh, yeah. So if it really did fall through the cracks, then like they wouldn't have known to be able to stop this man from getting buried. Right. Uh huh. Anyway. So the person, the president guy that like owned the cemetery, like the main manager, man, his aunt was 81 years old and she was the one that like was dealing with the widow she was dealing with the widow and she was like actually you can't bury him here because it's only white people like it's only whites and then uh that she got fired like she was let go or something like they said in the in the huh. article okay so like just just imagine like you're in your family's business out in louisiana and like your fucking racist old aunt is like trying to stop black people from getting buried. <laughs> yeah, this is like th- this is this is really just 
honestly, it's hard to believe until you read Louisiana Cemetery, right? Because yeah, that's the one fact. <laughs> <laughs> Have like, you ever been to Louisiana, man? No, <laughs> they are fucked. <laughs> like my time in Louisiana <clears throat> is definitely better than Mississippi, so I'll I'll give them that. <laughs> Wait, if you were really like a racist, right? Like if you were this aunt in this situation, you would not. And you didn't want the you know guy to get buried. You would not say, "Oh, we don't allow blacks in the cemetery" or whatever. You would say something like, "Oh, his body is uh, not fit for our needs." Unworthy you know, you'd come, of yeah. this dirt. <laughs> you you would come up with like Jesus. some shit, right? Like you would not just yeah. outright say like. Like I think she was trying to be a lawyer about it because like I, <clears throat> on this article, when you click on it, there's like a legitimate uh, photo of like the printout that you have to fill out. Uh-huh. And I'll read it to you. It says, the right of burial of the remains of white human beings in, and then you have to fill out the plot number. Okay. So it that literally writes racist. out white human beings. So, like, she wasn't trying to, like, be, uh, I mean, yeah, you're saying, like, if she was legitimate racist, she would spit venom in their fucking faces and be, like, you're trash or something, right? Yeah. But I'm pretty sure she was just trying to be, like, lawyery about it. Like, it's out of my hands. Like, it's in the paper, <laughs> you know? But maybe they had a pleasant exchange that just didn't make it into the article, the unpleasant yeah, exchange of racism. That, yeah, that's that's really weird, man. I don't even... I don't know if there's too much to add to this. And, like, like it's just straight-up illegal, you know? Like, to restrict uh, people, I, th- I believe. Yeah. I think it's like... I don't know. They talked about it in the article, but I read it only a couple hours ago anyway. I forgot most of it. No, that's what I happened. I think you're right. Yeah, I think I don't know. Like, why why should it be legal to allow something like this? Right. Well, then the counter argument is that as a private business owner, you restrict the right to uh, with refuse refuse service, you know, to any individuals, right? Right. That's why I'm not so. I mean, they did fire her, right? So obviously, the business wasn't on the same page. But I do agree with that. Like that. I, I'm just saying personally, like this is really hard to believe. Like that's that's the field that I'm in right now um oh i don't think it's hard to believe at all <laughs> yeah i mean maybe i should just take a trip down to louisiana and see what my brothers are up to down there huh and like how hard is it to like write a law or write a rule and then like nobody ever fucking read it for like 500 years and then like yeah. the institution's still going but like the rules still in there among other hundreds of other rules black people are not allowed yeah okay um yeah <laughs> let's let's move on this is a quick story uh coinbase so we talked about coinbase uh we talked about this for... a couple episodes ago right so yeah it finally happened it's uh officially public so this in turn go coincides with our next story which is dogecoin do you know anything about dogecoin i know they're trying to get it to go to a dollar on reddit <laughs> it's like it went up like 500 percent or something ridiculous like really yeah it went way up like way way up and uh i don't know if it's because like i don't know if it's the same thing that they're doing to stocks like they're shorting stocks they're shorting dogecoin which we'll get into later um or short dogecoin yeah i mean they're probably just inflating the value accepts that short like that's the real question (laughs) who who says yeah man I'll fucking pay you if Dogecoin <laughs> crashes into the ground. Like, yeah, fuck man. I, I want that Dogecoin. I'll, <laughs> of course. Um, But, 
so I I don't know really what to say to this, right? Like like what the fuck do you even say to something like this? First of all, do you know the origin of Dogecoin? Because I know it's something like really really silly. No, but it came out around around the same time as Bitcoin, like with when Bitcoin like became uh in articles and shit like yeah 2012 so the bitcoin craze is also i the way i'm looking at the stock market craze currently uh is similar to how i'm looking at the bitcoin craze when bitcoin Uh, started yeah so like around what four years ago i think it was my freshman year of college or sophomore year of college when uh bitcoin started getting really really big and then all these cryptocurrencies popped up out of nowhere right like there was uh what fucking litecoin and illyrium yeah um, i'm sure we've talked about this was, a million uh, times uh, yeah but we talked about it all with eric yeah um dogecoin was one of the ones that popped up and i guess dogecoin is here to stay i don't know hopefully not <laughs> it's, it's already been it's already been in existence for i don't know at least four years i want to say yeah um i don't so it's like, just i don't a, think it's gonna just be gone I wonder if it'll have its place in uh, in in our like currency. I wonder if it becomes like the pennies for cryptocurrency. Like, wouldn't that be cool? You or know like, how if you want to like pay a uh, if you want to like pay like a guy on Fiverr to like fucking take off his shirt and like write like something on his chest and like record it on video, you'd have to use Dogecoin just because like it's like the meme currency. So anything <laughs> meme related. <laughs> What's that uh is what's that thing where like you get paired up with someone randomly on the internet and like you can talk to each other? Omegle. It's like Omegle. Yeah, Omegle. AKA Chatterbait. <laughs> <laughs> Have you actually used that website? What I've Chatterbait? Gotten... <laughs> no, not Chatterbait. <laughs> no. I, I haven't I haven't been on Omegle since like middle school. <laughs> yeah. That um that's something. We don't have to go too into that, but Dogecoin, Omegle, I, yeah. uh, my one experience with Omegle, I was like, hey, and, uh, the person had a piano and she requested like a song. So I, I, fuck, I suggested some song. I don't remember, but then she was like, I don't know how to play that. And then, the, and then the thing ended. <laughs> so that was my Omegle experience. That was cool. It's gay as fuck. Yeah. Um. <laughs> uh, that's... Have you ever seen the uh, YouTube, the YouTuber, the Do? His name is the Do, like the hair Do or the no, Do. His, his name is just the Do, like D O O O O O. The Do. <laughs> okay. He, no, I he, never heard. He of plays guy. guitar and he's really good and he like uh goes on Omegle and he he doesn't show his face but like people see his guitar and then they say like, yo, like play this and then like he always knows how to play it. Or, like, he'll act like he's really shitty. He'll be like, I, I just started. But then, like, he'll fucking just start going crazy. Like, yeah. after they're, like, after they already go, oh, man, this guy sucks. Then he'll just start going crazy. That's some good YouTube content. Definitely. How's school, dude? I think it's Ming's fine. Back in school. <laughs> it's frustrating, but it's fine. Yeah, um, dude, I want to rip my fucking hair out. Why? Oh, okay, so, like, I told you my computer crashed. And uh-huh. anybody that listens to the Fogler's regular, excuse me, I'm burping. Uh, anybody that listens to the Fogler's regularly will know that my computer crashed. So like last episode, I had to do it like a day late because my computer just was not turning on. I have two computers, right? I have two towers and I have a laptop right now. I'm on my laptop, but my first computer crashed, like my primary like computer that I'm always on. 
mm-hmm. and then I t- I turn on my other computer, and like it just fucking goes, it just crashes. Like my other computer just completely crashed. Like within like ten hours of each other, my computers were just both bricked. Damn. And like I just was like, what the fuck? Like why is this happening to me? Like yeah. why can't things just work? And then on top of that, I recently bought a server, which I told you about. Mm-hmm. Like I bought like an old server, which is basically like just a nice big computer. If you guys seen me on Snapchat, I posted on Snapchat. Um, and there's just like so much to learn, like to make it function the way I want to function. Like I want to be able to be my own Netflix and like serve movies to myself over the internet. But uh, it just takes so much learning. Like I feel so stupid. Like I just feel like I'm starting all over again. Yeah. Do you think yeah, your like, computer crashing has anything to do with your server? I hope not. Because if it does, then I'm going to guess that I was hacked. But I would hope a hacker would like try to steal my bank account information and not just fucking brick my shit like an asshole. Yeah, I mean... Like, if I got my bank account dumped, I could at least like call the bank and be like, hey, can I get my money back? Like, that wasn't me. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, damn. Dude, I don't... I don't, you know... Like, did, did you click on any malicious websites? Yeah, I was on I was on midgets.com to lose <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. They always get me. That tranny.com is not nice to my computer, man. Uh, well, I'm starting to hear that when Now you can't play Dota with me because I've been addicted to Dota lately. And Smite. Yeah, Smite released a new I, update. I wouldn't. I wouldn't anyway, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Smite has this big update. I don't want to go into it because who the fuck cares? But it's like big. It it's like a new season, basically. They call it. You know how like Fortnite it has a new season. It's uh no, it's just like beginning of the year. They always do like a big big update, kind of like Dota. Yeah, the new guy. I guess. Yeah, it's gonna be uh, Tiamat. Do you know who that is? Uh, say it again. Tiamat. Tiamat? No, I don't know that. T-I-A-M-A-T. He's a... Or she is... um, Fuck. What? Babylon. Babylon. Babylonian. Fucking origin. By the rivers of Babylon. Yeah, the most OP Civ in Civ Five, And also, the home for Gilgamesh. Yeah. (laughs) So, that's, uh, that's gonna be the thing. But, anyways, who the fuck cares? Dota... Talking about, uh, I was in a game with Sir Action Slacks. Did I tell you about this? Yeah, you told me. And, and he's like, this super is like some famous and... guy. He's like totally, uh, he's a big joker. Yeah, he's Sir also kind of a prick. But yeah, I guess I mean, people know it. Like, people, it's like a well known thing, like on Reddit. Yeah, okay. Um, I guess everyone's a prick in Dota, except me. And now. then, like, I'm a good guy. When you're like, when you're nice on camera, like, it's perfectly cool, right? And then you're just like a prick all the other times. Like I'm sure all the weather weather channel people are like, that, you know? <laughs> like the, your local weatherman. You like, know, Ellen DeGeneres looks... had like a big big problem with toxicity. Yeah, I heard that was like a huge thing. Uh, yeah, I don't know what four months ago, three months ago, right? Not that long I'm ago. Sh- she did not get canceled for that. So she, you know, she made it through. If you guys need to know how to get uh, survive getting canceled, there you go. Just. And J.K. Rowling is, like, racist or some shit, right? Yeah, she's also a weirdo. She's, like... I don't even know what she looks like. Oh, yeah, Ron was gay, by the way. Or... No, sorry. It was Dumbledore that was gay? That was, like, a second half-ass thing, right, at the end. Yeah. 
during her whole like conspiracy thing, she's like, no, there's gay <clears throat> characters like just to make herself not look like a freaking homophobe or some shit, right? Oh yeah, Dumbledore was gay, by the way. For like nothing in the book that relates to that, but yeah, yeah, okay. I think the actor was. Okay, well then they there you go. Ron Ron ended up dating Hermione in the end, so yeah, it definitely wasn't Ron. So how could Ron be gay? Yeah, except for that one time him and Harry made out, right? Yeah, I mean nobody's gonna talk about that though, because that was like he was just director's cut. He's just in denial. Yeah, Daniel Radcliffe was real upset with the scene. He was like, I'm not doing this, okay? <laughs> yeah, we saw the director's cut of Ron and Harry making out on Mitchell's.com. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, can we talk about how Harry was... Do you think Harry was supposed to end up with, like, Hermione? I don't know. I don't know why they did that weird shit. I don't know. I haven't read any of the books, but I've I've seen all the movies, and I liked it. Okay. He ended up with he ended up with Ron's little sister, which is like the ultimate alpha move, you know. <laughs> is this I the ultimate alpha move? <laughs> I fucked your sister, Ron. Oh man. Um, <laughs> I mean, is he trying to be? Aren't they like best friends? I guess it makes sense. I don't know. I mean, they're like best friends, and they have like their falling outs and like coming back together. Yeah. Did you know the? Do you remember the Asian bitch? I don't remember her name, but they like it fucked. was in uh, Goblet of Fire. Yeah, they fucked yeah, that act- in the book. That actress was cute, man. Well, he can have solace in the fact that she fucked Harry, and that I mean, like, I don't know if that's canon, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, in the book, yeah, they fucked, and right. it, like it blew my mind as a kid. I was chapter like, Holy chapter shit. twelve, and then Harry fucked. And I was chapter. like, can you talk about this like in a kid's book? <laughs> like I was like, what the fuck? Uh, Did you read the books? Yeah, I I haven't even finished the movies yet, man. I don't. How do you care about so like movies. when you say they fucked? Like it's not like she literally wrote out like and Whoa, then his penis she, penetrated her. She was kind of graphic about it. I mean, it was like they like started kissing and da da da, and like the next day she woke in his bed and like it was like what the fuck is this? Like and then a baby came nine months later. I wasn't like fourth grade reading this i was like i didn't even get what it meant you know at the time oh, really? so i was like oh man what the fuck is she implying here yeah Dang. there's a lot of stuff like i remember like i'm just starting to remember from elementary school okay here's a here's it's actually not that i was gonna say like fun tidbit it's not fun at all um <laughs> i was talking in, like so in like first grade um we were i you know i was chatting it up i i vividly remember this um we were talking about like some shit it was like some shit that like makes you upset or whatever or like how do you No, it was how to use guns that's what it was and then this guy comes up and then he's like yeah man like my grandma knew how to use a gun she did this this and that and we were like oh that's cool you know like cool stuff like we're in first grade right and then yeah. and then he started Gun. going on cool. he started going on about how uh his grandma like apparently used a gun to kill herself and like at the time i didn't like i didn't connect that he was like of you course, know yeah. talking about I mean, like something serious so i was like yeah man that's cool like no like no problem like i and then like it hit me like 10 years later i was like not cool. holy shit that guy was probably <laughs> fucked like he probably needed some help but I, i'm in like first grade like what what can i do right right and like, like he's fuck. in first grade so like that's his first experience of saying like my grandmother shot herself you know, yeah like he doesn't he doesn't like know how to like tell people you know so it was probably bad on both of our ends to be fair i mean yeah i wonder if he remembers yeah um that it, it's a you crazy should text memory him. though 
Yo, huh? you remember that one time your grandma shot herself? <laughs> I don't remember his name, dude. <laughs> I, I think I do, actually. I think I do remember his name, but I, I'm sure he's, like, cool now. Eh, maybe not. I also liked this girl in first grade, and uh, I went up to her, and I was like, I really, really like you. And that's the only time I've ever told a girl that, so there you go. <laughs> yeah. One and done. You learn your lesson after yeah. that, buddy. <laughs> yeah. That was a... Uh, uh, I could tell some first grade stories myself, my but they're all embarrassing, and I'm not going to put myself in the vulnerable position <laughs> that you just did. What do well, you say? We do break. Yeah, sure. All right, let's uh, let's take a break. Chad Crouch. Hashtag Chadman. Hashtag Crouch Boy. Yeah, I wonder if he knows. Yeah, that we love him. <laughs> if he emails us like with his address, we'll we should like mail him flowers. He's 48. I would totally pay to mail that man flowers. Did you know he, like, he, he is apparently, like, really successful, I think. I don't know. Really what? Successful in the music. Okay, never mind. He's not that successful. I lied. Yeah, I think, I thought he was successful. Like, I thought he was, like, actually halfway decent famous. I was on his website the other day. He has, like, a oh, okay. like, drawings or some shit. Like, he, I don't know. He's, like, a huge artist guy, kind of guy. Like, he just wants to make all types of art, right? Yeah, that's cool. I, I, I can get behind that. And, like, he clearly feels the need not to charge for his music, so he's obviously doing perfectly fine, you know? Well, I think that's his, like, you know, that's his... Way to, like, get music. it out there. Or, like, not his real music, does that make sense? Like, his filler music? Yeah, Just listen to the wonder, songs, man, I don't know. Do you think he, like, would need, uh... <clears throat> like if he needed something for a project of his own then he would just make that shit i don't know maybe maybe that's like what he was learning on and then like when he wanted to like get better then he like would you know reserve it <laughs> okay I, I kept scrolling in google and it's like we found chad crouch's uh prison identity <laughs> he's I don't, in prison i don't think this is the same chad crouch but <laughs> that's pretty funny that i got a fucking recommendation for that can you send oh, flowers man. to prisoners <laughs> maybe hopefully i bet i bet he'd get beat up though if we sent him flowers right because where would he keep the flowers yeah right in his cell or something yeah where but you need like a glass up. vase and they wouldn't let you have that to like keep him alive you know yeah skirt oh man i guess you use plastic i'm gonna go get coffee okay
All right. So today's episode is just gonna be uh, if you guys game stonks. Yeah. So we did a game stonks. We kind of talked about this last week um, in one of our filler stories, and we were talking. Yeah, about... but I feel like you were you were like before it blew up. So we were cool. We're hipsters on the topic because it was like before it blew up. I didn't know anything about it until you told yeah. me. Yeah. So well, first questions first. Did you invest? And also, no, when I, I didn't. I've kept my eye on GameStop for like the last month because it's uh, it, it's not because I wanted to. It's for a class that I'm doing. Uh, we have to like keep eyes on stocks. It's called investments. It's one of my like final classes I have to take for my stupid major. Why did you pick GameStop? I didn't pick it. It was a, it was assigned to us. Like it Dude, was a group thing. Man, yeah, this is literally a miracle. How much money did you put down, bro? I put zero dollars and zero cents down. God bro. damn it, man! So did you <laughs> put any sucks. money then? I put money in on AMC, which I'll get into later. Um, but oh, good, put, good, good. Did you put any money into GameStop when? I no, I I'm against the stock market, dude. Which I know okay. is like what this whole thing is about, but yeah, I mean that that is kind of what um that is what's going on. Okay, so um fuck, where do we even start, man? Um, I guess I should start with at in the beginning of time, man has always wanted to live free, right? And in our society, make money. <laughs> in order to live free, you need money. <laughs> you need a lot of money <laughs> to live free. So. Right uh when we're talking about that think about like the wealthy divide so the example that i keep seeing popping up is did you ever watch snowpiercer i have no idea what that is oh it's great it's like um the way i would describe the movie is it's like the whole world has ended and the only thing that is alive is like this train that keeps going around the earth because it it's the only way it can like power up shit because the rest of the world is like a desolate snowland, right? So the only okay. electricity is on this train. And the rich people live in the front and the poor people live in the back. And the whole movie is about how the poor overturn the rich or overthrow the rich and like get to the front of the train. I okay. mean, really, it's just it's just a commentary on, uh, you know, wealth in our society. Yeah, one of those concept fuck. movies that I yeah. don't really care about. But whatever I like it when people describe it to me so I don't have to watch them. Yeah, I mean, you should watch it. It's fantastic. But anyways, uh, there's that scene where the fucking, like, when they're about to, when the, when they're in the process, right? It's, like, the big climactic moment because the poors are, like, rebelling and they're, like, we don't want to work for you anymore. Like, we're done slaving for you and shit. Okay. And then um, the guy, the main character, uh, when they're, like, all ready, they got the battering ram ready to go to the next train uh, door the guy he runs up to the security guard and then he puts the gun like he puts the security guard's gun on his head and then the guy like pulls the trigger but nothing comes out because there's no bullets so then the guy's like there's no bullets there's no bullets everybody go so that's like what i keep seeing compared to this stock craze so last at the beginning of the week bullets yeah there's no shares anymore dude there's no more shares yeah um let's start with short stocking shorting stocks sorry not short stocking the fuck yeah um, short stocking sounds like you uh don't have a big enough stick <laughs> yeah sounds like you can't please a lady um if you <laughs> Size doesn't matter dude no hold on short break all right off the topic okay. i saw a hilarious meme on reddit it was uh it was like the girl in bed and like the guy like with his head all down and he was like all depressed uh-huh <laughs> And then she she was saying like, 
size doesn't matter. Like, it's okay to have a really small one. And then, like, he said back to her, I would prefer if you didn't have a penis at all, Susan. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Yeah. Oh, man. That's like, uh, do you watch, do you remember Trailer Park Boys? When, uh, I I just recently watched the whole fucking series, like, twice, so. There was one where they opened the gay nightclub. Trevor and Corey. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Trevor and Corey were like, I didn't do anything, but you know. (laughs) Even if I did. I don't I think do it anything. counts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyways, I know you know what uh, shorting stocks is. So, yeah, just go ahead and describe it to anybody that might not know. The way I would describe it is: let's say you want to buy apples, right? Or you know, oranges or some kind of fruit. Apples. Let's just say apples. Oh, I thought you and, meant the tech company, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, <laughs> like you just want you want to buy apples are one dollar, right? So shorting stock. Or I guess shorting in this case would be buying an apple for like buying all the apples, right? Saying I will buy five apples and then you wait for the price to drop for like you wait for the price of apples to drop to like, you know, 50 cents. So then when you sell those apples, I mean, no, wait. Yeah. Yeah. Does, I think does you, that makes sense. I, no, yeah. that makes no sense. You're literally losing money. You're investing in something that's going what down. What the fuck price. was it? Um, fuck, it's, I need a. Huh? I don't know how the practicalities work. Like I don't know how it like you like make money, but shorting a stock is betting on it to go down, right? Right. Yeah. Okay. Can we just say that? So it's like you're buying stocks. So instead of buying apples and you're like, hell yeah, I fucking love apples. I'm gonna give all my money to the apple industry so they can produce more apples. It's basically saying apples are gonna be a fucking thing of the past. They're gonna be a relic. So I'm going to put all my money into anti-Apple. Like, and I don't know how it works. Like, how can you, how uh, is this even a thing? Like, who either. takes that money? Who fucking makes you money off of that, right? I don't know if that's how it works either. I, I might need to look this up again or look at my textbook. But the short of it is, well, uh, short, but yeah, Hello. like, basically the whole idea this is, is why that we claim we're sh- idiots. like, everyone is shorting GameStop. So, like, when you short GameStop, you're betting on GameStop to fail. And somehow you're going to profit profit off that, which, like, I don't understand the second part. Well, it turns out I don't understand a lot of parts. This is Win from the future. This is Editor Win. What you are about to hear is a compilation of absolute mental retardation coming from my brain. And Ming was there as well. So, we recorded on Friday the 29th, and... We did not understand what a short was. I mean, we basically figured it out during the show as we were going. And we ended up actually re-recording on Wednesday the 3rd, the date of release. Uh, Currently, it's 8.25 in the afternoon and I'm editing this episode. So, I'm going to compile all of our stupid shit of us figuring it out. You'll, You'll hear beeps in between. The beep is a cut of time so there's time in between that like uh, it could be a minute it could be an hour and that was us like looking things up and stuff and just talking and talking and it didn't make good content so if you want to skip go ahead and skip ahead to this time that i'll edit in it'll be like 56 minutes and 40 seconds skip to that if you do not want to hear the cutting up of the being stupid and you just want to hear the re-record.
Fuck, okay, I, I, I now know my, uh, I now have the example, if you're ready. Okay, I think the key thing we were missing here... <laughs> Dude, I can't believe I fucked this up this much. Okay. Um, the key thing that we were missing here, in my opinion, from the most enlightening thing is that when you short a stock, it's like selling a stock that you didn't even fucking own. Yeah. Like, what the hell? How can you just say, yeah, so, Mr. Broker Man, like, sell some GameStop, and you don't even fucking own it? Like, back you to that, jackass? Like, how are you the making Apple money example. off something you don't own? So, it's and really risky. Like, yeah. it You're basically taking money that you don't have. Wait, is that... No, that's not right, dude. No. How does it work? Here, should we bring Eric on the show again? Um, no, we can figure this out, dude. We're okay, smart. Okay. We're smart. We're smart. Um. <laughs> this is why Reddit has, like, just posts about retards. This is why they're posting about retards for the last fucking day. Yeah, because it's us. I don't get it, Ming. I'm reading right now. This is bad. We might have to cut this. <laughs> I mean, like, it just shows how... I totally thought I knew what the fuck was going on. Yeah, I mean, it's my major, dude. Like, I don't feel good about this right now. And, like, this is intentional. Like, they want us to not understand. <laughs> but I think the core tenet, which, like, I knew walking into this, which is what I thought I knew starting, is that shorting a stock is when you want the price to go down. I just don't understand how you can make money off of saying that the price is going to go down. Short selling is a finance practice in which an investor, known as the short seller, borrows shares and immediately sells them, hoping to buy them back later at a lower price. Return the borrowed shares plus interest to the lender. So you're borrowing apples now. You're borrowing apples today. Yes. And then you sell them immediately on that day. And then you buy the apples. Okay, so back it's like taking a out a loan. So that's like taking out a loan. But then you buy the apples back later at a lower price. And then you're returning the borrowed shares plus interest to the guy that you initially got the apples from. So I borrow an apple and I sell it and I gain a dollar. Yeah. And then and then tomorrow apples the apples are selling cents. at 50 cents and I buy an apple back for 50 cents. And I yes. keep the 50 cents makeup. Yes. Who thought of that, man? Who thought that was a good idea? The practice carries an unlimited risk of losses because there is no inherent limit to how high a stock prices can rise. This is in contrast with taking a long position, simply owning the stock, right? So, yeah, so I was kind of right. Long position like, means you just own the stock. Short position means, like, you're trying to sell the stock as soon as you can. So, short squeezing is what's happening to GameStop, which occurs when the shorted stock jumps in value due to, for instance, a sudden piece of favorable news. Short sellers are then forced to buy back the stock that they had initially sold in an effort to keep their losses from mounting. So I think what's happening is the hedge fund managers are the ones that are shorting the stock. Does that make sense? Yeah, definitely. That is so, exactly what's happening. Yeah. So the people on Reddit, they're the ones that are in for the long game. They keep buying the stock, forcing the hedge fund managers to sell their stock. Okay. I completely understand this now. I think. I Maybe not completely, but like I'm like 90% there. I'm pretty sure. So a hedge fund is like people pooling together like a fuck ton of uh like so if i own a company and I, like i'm ceo of fucking walgreens or whatever like i get to be able to decide what all the employees retirement funds go to in the stock market uh-huh and that can be a hedge fund 
So okay. you're supposed to like prove you're supposed to get like proven hedge funds with a diversified portfolio and like some of them have aggressive aggressive investments and some of them have uh you know like calmer investments so if your retirement fund is in this hedge fund which is basically like supposed to be the smartest guy in the room managing your money for you which is stupid then you're getting fucked right exactly so these fucking hedge fund managers right they're Which, the ones like, their that their job are, is literally money. Right. So they're the ones that are shorting the stock. GameStop is just fucked, right? Like you see GameStop and it has no future. Like let's be honest, nobody fucking likes GameStop, right? But they have to borrow in order to short. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's how right. that's how shorting yeah. works. They have to borrow. It's not so, if, if they owned it then they'd just be unloading the stock. They'd just be selling it and washing their hands of the situation. Right. But they You're are actively right. trying to profit off of GameStop's failure. Yeah, yeah, because if you literally, if you literally just like, yeah, if you literally just yeah. waited, we did it. We figured it out. I don't know. I still, it doesn't still feel clean to me. What? Okay. What? What do you I need feel dirty. explained? What do you need explained? So like, so, there's thirty, there's three parties involved. It's not just, it's not just hedge fund guys, and it's not just. Here, um, let's let's go back to the Apple example, right? So it, so let's let, let's say. Uh, the broker is lending a do- an apple to the uh, to the guy, and then for whatever reason, sells for a dollar. Apples go way up, right? People are like, "Fuck, apples are so cool!" Like, we need to get, we need to buy owe, apples. And I still owe Mr. Broker one apple. Right. So so now I have to buy apples at two dollars to give yes, him back the apple. Exactly. Island. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm using hand motions. That sounds exhausting. You uh, borrowed an apple. And at the beginning of the day, right? So you have that apple. Yeah, and you but now apples are two dollars, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you sold it for well. So you no. have the dollar. You don't have the apple anymore. That's no, 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 no. You, I think you still have the apple, right? Because no, you owe one apple, but you sold your apple at a dollar, and now you have to return okay, one yeah, apple. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. That that makes more sense. So you sold the so apple. So you have to return into Mr. Broker one apple, but now right. the price of apples are five dollars and you have to pay you are at a loss for four dollars because you only sold yours for a dollar right and now it's gone up so that and then that's what happened to um that's, that's why a complicated Robinhood... scheme dude who thought of that idea yeah in the very i know first right? place it's it's shorting stocks has been around hard. for like years man it's like like it's it sounds kind of almost brilliant at first but like i understand why you know like so really, if you're a broker and you loan someone hundreds of shares of stock to short sell, mm-hmm. you're kind of a jackass. You're dumb if they fucking fail, right? Yeah, I mean, it's completely your fucking fault. That's why short selling is such a risky uh, maneuver. Like, it, it, I do not recommend it. But, um, I mean, who do you think is liable in the end? The hedge fund or the broker? The hedge it's fund. It's probably the hedge fund. Yeah. Because the broker's sitting there with his hand out saying give me back the shares i lent yeah. you right if a now loan shark right gives now you, motherfucker yeah if a loan shark gives you 10k if you don't give the loan shark 10k like he's not the one that's gonna fucking lose he he's like you owe him 10k right like right that's but yeah. if you squandered your 10k on like bad investments then you are fucked you gotta get ten, you gotta fucking cough yeah. up 10k my friend yeah then you make up the difference holy yeah. shit that's exactly what it is so that's pretty crazy right and i think okay. we so do you I, get it? Now? I understand it. I'm I'm confident in my Let's knowledge, go. but I hope we conveyed it to the listener properly. Because okay. I do not think we did that.
or you know what? Let let's so, let, let's even say he made a little bit of profit, right? Let, let's say he uh he bought he borrowed the shares and then he sold them. Yeah, no, 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 no. Sorry, he right? Does that make sense? So okay, we really need this stock to crash because or else yeah, I'm gonna so, lose a ton so of money. So now it's not at fifty dollars. It's at it's at a hundred dollars. It's at a thousand dollars, right? And right. You're just yeah. Even deeper and deeper in the hole. So now these hedge sweating. fund managers are fucking biting their nails. They're like, we really need the stock to drop. Like and I don't want to pay. And meanwhile, your broker is over your shoulder with right. his hand out saying, "Give me my game." Tapping stock. his foot, he's like, "Come on, man. Where the fuck are my shares?" So yeah, yeah. So that's why uh, Robinhood instigated the. That's why they they put a trade limit on things was to prevent people from buying the stock. But that's why you can sell they the stock. They shut it down. Right. right? You can't they buy GME anymore. But you can sell it. See? Now does that make sense? I hope that made sense. Yeah, because they want you to be selling because, yeah. It will bring will the value the down. down. Yes. So that the hedge fund managers don't lose as much money. Also, we should mention that G every share of GME has been bought out. In fact... More shares have been bought than are available right now. So I believe if if we were to use our yeah, million which is dollar, completely corrupt. That shouldn't be an option. That should right. not be a rule so in the game. That shouldn't be allowed. That's what like that just makes GME even way more inflated. Right? GameStop is so fucking inflated right now because of you that. can't buy you can't buy more apples than what's growing in the fucking farm. You exactly. cannot buy so, more apples than what's in the world. You literally have a piece of paper that says, says I owe you oh, apples. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, You're a jackass. That's what that is. Exactly. Yeah. So they were... Um, Shorting stocks is fucking rough. That's what I've learned today. And like, if you're doing this, I don't know, man. And in the same thing, right, in the same vein, if you don't have, like, I'm sure these guys do have the money. It's just that they don't want to, like, lose profit, right? Because the whole point of short stocking is to, like, gain ridiculous amounts of profit in a little amount of time. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, and it's to profit <laughs> off the fucking failure of a business which just doesn't make sense you cannot gain equity like what is capital and what is profit it's it's value so how do you gain value off the failure of a business you know what i mean well you sell it when it's hot and then you uh yeah i mean but i get you, what you're saying though yeah like it's not it's not uh it's not ethical <laughs> it's not it's not real it's like Short sellers are exposed to a risk of short squeezing, which is what's happening to GameStop, which occurs when the shorted stock jumps, when the shorted stock jumps in value due to, for instance, a favorable piece of news, right? Short sellers are then forced to buy back the stock that they had initially sold. Yeah, but sold. instead of a favorable piece of news, it's, they're doing it in spite, right? Reddit is doing it in spite of the... Kinda, but they, they're smart. Like, they knew which one to target, right? Because this wouldn't work just but for like, any stock. Is GameStop going to legitimately go up in value, or is it, or is it overvalued artificially? I, I don't I, think GameStop legitimately can go in, up in value. You know, outside yeah, of but I think it's just, just giving them money. I think it's just these guys are playing the stock market, right? They don't care about GameStop, so right. They don't care sellers, where the battleground is. They just right. go to where they can win. Exactly. Short sellers are then forced to buy back the stock they had initially sold in an effort to keep their losses from mounting. Purchasing the stock to cover their short positions, right, which we talked about, raises the value of the shorted stock, thus triggering more sellers to cover their positions by buying the stock. This can result in a cascade of stock purchases and an even bigger jump in share price. On January 22nd, 2021, approximately 140% of GameStop's float, like we said, you can only have 100% of your shares, so 140%. Right. 
They're 40% over. Uh, has been sold short. Meaning some shorted... Shit, I, I do not have any saliva. Um, some shorted shares have been relent and shorted again. Observers congregating around our Wall Street bets believe the company has been significantly undervalued, and with such a large amount of the shares being shorted, they could trigger a short squeeze. Okay, so that's why they went for GameStop, was because apparently GameStop was like a big target for uh, shorting stocks, right? Like they were... There's a... There's a lot of things that could go wrong when, and I'm honestly shocked that nothing has gone wrong yet. If, like, it's not Tesla. Like, we're talking about fucking GameStop. Like, GameStop isn't going to reinvent the wheel, you know? Like, they're not going to do anything good. No, you're allowed to sell. You're not allowed to buy GameStop, but you're allowed to sell it. Right, so, like, They want sell people it, to sell. They're, they're closing the doors down. Like, you can't, the price can't go up anymore because no one else can buy it. Exactly. Yeah. So, so like, we're hitting, there's a ceiling to hit. So, if you're a Reddit guy, you need to cash out. I, yeah. Which, which sucks, right? Because I, it sucks that so, you can only get to a certain point. So, really, the guys, the guys on Reddit saying, hold, 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 like, go to the moon, like, are probably the same people that are selling. selling. Yeah, themselves. exactly, probably, dude. Exactly. They're probably trying to get you to take the bad hit and them. Everyone. Nobody is that. That's what I wanted to emphasize here is that the people that are like that are pretending to be smart and you know like unifying a community or whatever and saying to hold. They're really are probably the same guys. Yeah, that are selling their stock and taking their fucking, you know, three times profit, like five hundred percent fucking profit, and just running away. Right, like. Yeah, and I don't blame them, honestly. So, GameStop, an American chain of brick-and-mortar video game stores, has struggled in recent years due to competition from digital, distribu digital distribution services, as well as the economic effects of the COVID-19 pandemic, which decreased the number of people who shopped in person. As a result, GameStop's stock price declined, leading many institutional investors to short-sell the stock. Okay? Does that make sense? Which seems like a, like it's basically if you if I was sitting around and you would have asked me two months ago, hey, what do you think about the future of GameStop? I would have told you GameStop is going to be nothing like Steam online marketing, you right? Know, like and buying it, buying games online, like GameStop isn't going to exist, and you know they're going to be the next Radio Shack. And honestly, so, in a year win, it probably will be nothing, right? These hedge fund so managers short they were onto seems something. like a good move, right? Yeah, it does. So that's why. In my opinion, the existence that you can short sell a stock is completely corrupt. The, the fact that you can do this oh, is entirely amoral, completely wrong. And that's why, like, for the, for the first time ever, our Wall Street bets and 4chan and Reddit, they're in the right here. Like, th I think they deserve to be doing this. Um, anyways, as a result, yeah, but how, much of, it, how much of it is to decline. get rich and how much of it is to fuck over people? Right. I mean, everybody just wants to get rich. I don't think there's much else to talk about. I think we covered most of it. I wanted this Holy episode. Holy fuck! To be, I want to kill myself now. I just wanted this episode to be like, uh, I want everyone to be on the same page. Maybe if you didn't understand it, like clearly we didn't understand it. At I mean, the beginning, we definitely right? took a while to get there. You know, like we I'm, definitely are retards. I'm know? honestly embarrassed because this has probably been explained to me like five times at this point, and I still, at the beginning of this episode, I was still blanking out as to how I should like yeah. start it. I needed to. I thought I knew what I was talking about, and I was kind of on the right page, but. Uh, I, I never dug any deeper, but I'm glad I dug deeper now. <sighs> All right. I have well, no faith in humanity. The stock market is a sham. But, All right. Hopefully yeah. uh, you comprehended even the slightest bit of what the fuck a stonk is today. I mean, it was a pretty short podcast, all things considered. So Yeah, I just don't think it was very comprehensive. I don't think we're very legible. 
whatever the legible equivalent of voices are. (laughs) This podcast was honestly a pretty big yikes. I I should have prepared, honestly. I usually do, so this is my bad. It's aight. It's aight. We got there, man. It took us a while. We're gonna have some. Uh, we're gonna have some r- ridiculous transitions, and yeah, I don't yeah. know. I might have to like cut out like half of that because we were basically like running in circles in our own heads <laughs> for <Yeah>. a while. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to just cut the first five minutes to be honest, because I was not on anything. Yeah, oh, that might be do- okay. We'll, we'll we'll worry about it later. So did you get any of that? Anyway, this is the point where uh, if you skipped ahead, you're here. Welcome to the actual episode, episode 29.1. This is The Foglers. New releases every Wednesday, if we're uh, keeping up with it. Thank you for tuning in. And if you're actually here, holy shit. Okay, Foglers, I'm doing the intro. You ready? The, the half-ass, I don't know where it's going to be. This might be an intro and it might not be an intro after I cut it up. We talked about Game Stonks because it was the hottest thing and we recorded on Friday. Friday being the 29th of last month. And now it's Wednesday, it's release day, and we are terribly outdated in the news. And on top of that, not only are we outdated because the news cycle is over and we shouldn't be talking about game stonks because it's yes, so totally yesterday, right? Like all the snobs. Um, yeah, <laughs> I guess. Not only are we outdated, we also were just dead wrong and had no idea what the fuck a stock was. So For like 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, for like I a mean, solid 20 minutes. So We get the gist of it. We're gonna throw um, that. We're gonna we we've done our research. Uh, the news has cycled through, and we're gonna tie a nice bow on Game Stonk today. The whole Game yeah, Stonk really epidemic. just really just any investing like this. The whole Game Stonks like legacy or story or whatever you want to call it. It's kind of brought in just like a revolution to the way stocks are treated because. Now people are looking at, oh, can the can like the market and like Wall Street, can they really put trade limits on buying stocks and selling stocks? And can hedge fund managers really bounce back after losing so much money to stocks, which is what we'll talk about, because I'm sure you guys have heard the phrase hedge fund managers a lot in the news lately. And, and they're not to be honest, in our, down. yeah, in our recording on uh, last time we did this. We were kind of unsure about a lot of things, so now I think it's in our like duty as show hosts or whatever to not put out false information. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) to put out actual reliable information because I'm sure there's five million fucking news sources right now that can explain what what's going on with GameStop. Dude, so Bing, all of if we're going to be a part of the five million, we might as well be reliable. All yeah, of the up? people I watch on YouTube from like art to tech are trying to explain what a fucking stock is and 90% of them are just wrong. <laughs> 
Yeah, everyone's trying to jump on the bandwagon. Not, not stocks. So. They're trying to explain what shorting is. Yeah. Okay. So that's what that's what this re-record is going to be. Is we're just going to try to break it down for you as best as we can. To begin with, let's look at stock markets, how we would look at buying an apple, right? So say when that you're selling apples, right? You're a farmer. Apple farmer. I, yeah. And I'm looking to make money off apples because personally, I think the price of apples are going to drop for whatever reason, right? Like, let's say that it turns out there's a big infestation of apples that only I know about, right? Like, like they're diseased worms yeah like okay. special kinds of worms from mars is that are like specifically <laughs> attacking apples right does that make sense yes so and you are releasing them upon the population yeah like some kind and of only villain. i know about it because i'm like some fucking villain. alien right yeah exactly so i go up to you and i say hey win uh, i noticed you got like you sell apples can i buy three apples at one dollar no 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 sorry i'm gonna say i want to eat your apples so let me uh let me borrow three apples, right? And I will give you these three apples back. And you say, sure, Ming. So I borrow those three apples. And then what I do is I go to the grocery market and I sell them three apples for $3, right? One apple for $1. Okay. Make sense? Yeah, dollars. One week later, yeah, a dollar a pop. Okay. A week later, this fucking worm infestation happens upon all the apples. And now apples become 90 cents because they're less valuable. So I go back. I rebuy three apples for 90 cents, so that's $2.70, and then I give them back to you. So overall, I made 30 cents profit. So that is what short stocking is, right? When you apply it to this GameStop thing, what was happening were these hedge fund managers, they would buy the apples, I mean, they would borrow the GameStop shares, and then they would sell the GameStop shares for, let's say, $10 each, right? And then they would wait for GameStop to go down, rebuy the stock and then give them back to the issuer like the stockbrokers and whatnot and these guys you have to realize that hedge fund managers they have a lot of money so they're buying mass amounts of gamestop stock right and the thing about gamestop is it's not a very valuable company right now especially in the pandemic it's a retailer that requires you to actually go to the store you know what i mean like their internet presence isn't large currently Who? they're working on it i i know that gamestop okay yeah, GameStop it's a retailer sucks, dude. Where, I would never buy GameStop. Yeah. <laughs> it's a retailer that you have to go to the store for, right? Yeah, and it does suck. Like, nobody likes GameStop. So, like, I don't, I these don't hedge fund managers... The business model. Yeah, I mean, the selling of games and whatnot, like, oh my god. Yeah. Trading in games is just the worst. Right. Um, but these hedge fund managers were onto something, right? They knew that GameStop was going to go down in value. Um, so, what these guys on Reddit found out was they were looking and they were examining the stock market, and they saw that GameStop was being shorted because they saw rapid amounts of buying and selling and it's usually large amounts of stocks that's how you can tell that a stock is being shorted is if a large amount of stocks are being sold and then bought and then sold and then bought right okay like just you can see the transactions right so what these guys on reddit did was when the gamestop managers borrowed their shares and then sold them the game uh 
the people on Reddit, they bought all the stocks, right? And then they held on to the stock, okay? So when you hold on to the stock like that, you're forcing these hedge fund managers to like not buy their stock, right? Because they need to buy the stock in order to return it back to their issuer. So going back on the Apple example, let's say uh, the worm example again, right? I bought yeah, three I, apples. I, I can totally poke holes in this situation. I don't think that we said it right, but okay. Well, what are the holes? You said the price went down when the worm infestation came, but the price goes up because they're rare. Well, no, because they're worse apples. They're being infected by worms. Okay, okay, I got you. But yeah, I don't understand forget how the that supply and demand stuff. Well, so let's go back to the apple example, right? If you sell me some, I mean, if you give me some apples and say you got to give me back the apples, right? Right. And I sell the apples for a dollar. I loan you. Some but then apples. all of a sudden, yeah, all of a sudden, a group of people are like wow, we really like apples. Like they give us all these vitamins and they're so good for you, right? Like they make me feel awake and, you know, keto diet. Like, oh my God, they're, they're just great. They buy a large amount of apples and then they hold on to the apples. Well, then the price of apples are going to go up because of supply and demand, right? So now I'm kind of fucked because I sold the apples for a dollar, but now I need to rebuy the apples for a dollar fifty because the value went up. To pay and me back. Yeah, because I have to give those apples back to Wynn or else Wynn is going to sue me for not giving back the apples, right? So I need to buy the apples at one fifty, meaning that I lost $1.50 for uh, buying these apples. So that's what happened to the hedge fund managers was they bought these stocks at low prices. I mean, sorry, they didn't buy it. They borrowed the stocks for low prices and they sold it. And then because people started holding on to the stock due to supply and demand, the stock's prices went up, and they kept going up and up because people kept holding on to them. They bought them and held on to them. So these yeah. hedge fund managers, they basically have like, I don't know what you call it, like a loan shark? You know how a loan shark gives you like a, oh, you have X it, amount of days. Unless you pay them back. Yeah, exactly. It's like they have a certificate that's like, hey, man, you have X amount of days before we come to your house and like kill your family, right? <laughs> and they see. <laughs> Notarized yeah. by the governor. <laughs> <laughs> George Bush is just personally going to come down with his shotgun and like right. he's going to do a line of coke before he does it so it's more extreme George Bush but, is a man he does his killing with his hands yeah <laughs> and with coke right I'm yeah. pretty sure that guy did coke I mean whatever um, yeah <laughs> whatever did coke um, so these hedge fund managers man, they, okay. yeah they're bad and uh, they they have a debt to these brokers right they have to give them a thousand shares by X amount of days. But the problem is because the price keeps going up and up, GameStop goes up and up and up because people continually hold on to the stocks. They have to pay these ridiculous amount of prices. And this keeps happening over and over and over again. People hold and these stock brokers, I mean, these hedge fund managers, they're forced to buy in at these prices. So the value keeps going up and up. All right. I think I think I got the gist of it, but that's okay. what was going on with GameStop. Yeah. yeah, you can interject when. So I I just want to like restart over because I, I think it helps me when I am trying to explain things to myself because like I've been following this GameStop thing since we recorded on Wednesday and we had to re-record all that. I already explained it. Uh, so the simplest way that I could think of it of how to define a short stock was that when you borrow someone's car, which I've done in real life and I hope this will becomes relatable, that... So say you borrow someone's car on Monday and it has a full tank of gas. 
and then you're going to go driving it around and they say, okay, give me my, give, uh, give my car back to me on Friday so I can go, go out for the weekend. So you're taking this car to work and you're burning up the gas and you need to return the car with the full tank of gas because that's fair. So if the person you're borrowing the car from fills up at a dollar a gallon, then that's like X amount of price for the gas that you're going to be using, right? So that gas mm-hmm. in your car is worth a dollar a gallon and you're burning a dollar for every gallon that you use to get to work. And then when it's time to come on Friday to return the car, if the price of gas is lower than a dollar, then you will be making money technically. But if it's higher than a dollar, mm. then you'll be losing money. So if you I, have if you have to fill up at one twenty, you're gonna yes. be paying more than what they loaned you. Okay. Yeah. And, and if you have to fill up at eighty cents, you're gonna be making money compared to what they loaned you. Right. Because the I, amount of gas yeah. in that tank is is only is worth a dollar a gallon. Okay. I I think I get what you're saying. Yeah. So um, essentially that's what shorting a stock is where you borrow the stock and then if by the end of the week when you have to return it or, you know, like different amount of time, uh, it's converting stocks into dollars and you're borrowing in stocks, which is the car. And then, right. by, and then the gas is the dollars. I'm pretty sure, which. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I like your example. The only problem is that you're not making any money, right? You're just making like a value essentially because you're, uh, cause of the gas, right? You're not making money off the gas, but you are like gaining value off of it. Right. That makes sense. But when you have to return the car with a full tank of gas, like obviously you could just fuck them over, but that's just like stealing, you know? Yeah. Um, you got to okay. drive the car around on less capital. Okay, cool. Or more. That's a good way of putting it. So let's go over a timeline. Let, yeah, we have a, frame, here. a framework of what happened with the game stonks and all the Reddit guys. So essentially, um, what happened? This was last week, really start of two weeks ago. Let's start before. Was, let's let's talk about what was happening in the normal trading environment before anybody even heard of this. Okay. So so Robinhood yeah, is a, an app that you can download on your phone. They have a pretty aggressive advertising campaign. Like I definitely get ads for them all the time. Like even months ago, like last year, maybe do you get ads? Yeah. I get them all the time. Yeah. So Robinhood, you can download Robinhood and trade and they don't charge you a fee. Like normally in order to trade, it's like, if you're going to buy a hundred dollars worth of stock, they're going to take $5 cause they want 5%, right? Say they take 5% mm-hmm. off every trade, but Robinhood doesn't do that. They allow you to trade a hundred percent for free. Like not, no, nothing. Like you just do it. And the way that they make money is that they have a list and they compile the data of what everyone is buying and selling, and then they sell it to big businesses on Wall Street. And they manage that data to find trends in the market. Right. So Robinhood is essentially the Facebook of stock trading. Yes, that's a great It's free, but they take your information and they sell it to advertisers. Or in this case, they sell it to people that are trying to manage their money, right? Yeah, and if you guys so, want to look this up, the term, the technical term for like Wall Street people and money people is called payment for order flow. So just look at that and that'll explain to you payment for order flow. That explains how Robinhood makes money. Mm-hmm. And the big company that Robinhood was giving information to, its name was Citadel Securities, right? Which I'm sure you've heard on the news. And then they give the information to hedge funds like Melvin Capital, which has also been on the news 
And Melvin Capital has been the bad guy in all of this. Like Reddit hates them, right? Right. Um, and they were one of the they were one of the hedge funds that was close to bankruptcy during this whole GameStop endeavor because they were one of the companies that was short stocking GameStop. So, talking about Melvin Capital and hedge funds shorting GameStop, which we already talked about, do we need to add anything else about that? So, yeah. So pre pre GameStonk crisis. Uh, Melvin Capital and hedge funds are starting to short GameStop because it seems like the smart move, right? It seems like they're going to fail. So right, then, and GameStop's a pretty shitty company. Right, yeah, and I would do it too. Like, it makes sense. I mean, I would never short yeah. a stock because I don't think it's moral, but morally correct, I don't think it's right. But, uh... Um. So basically, then the guys on, on Reddit found out, like you were talking about, by examining trends in, like, large amounts... So then they were the guys on Reddit were able to buy up GameStop in order to raise the price to squeeze out Melvin Capital, which is what they call a short squeeze. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, and then uh, let's talk about what Robinhood did in in response to this short squeeze. Okay, so here's the thing, guys. Right, so Robinhood has to make its money somehow. It sells its information, but also it's it's pretty well known now that they give their money to hedge fund managers themselves in order to make money. So, of course, Robinhood's got to bail out these hedge funds and whatever, along with a bunch of other stock trading companies. Um, and here's the thing, right? It's technically their website. Oh, let's go. Let's, so, can I bring that back into the car example? Yeah. So if Robinhood is loaning a car to Melvin Capital and then Melvin gets short squeezed out, right? Mm-hmm. Then Robinhood has to fill up the tank of their own car when Melvin Capital returns it kinda it's right it would be like it, it would be like they changed their own rental car policies to make sure that um melvin capital can fill up its tank of gas like for the for like the money yeah and they it's changed like, the, they changed their policy due to the fact that they would be stuck filling up the car if they did not change the policy yeah so um they robin would hood to, they would have to bail them out they would be up shit's right. creek the guy, the guy that they loaned money to was unreliable and is a scumbag and can't get a job and can't pay back the money. Have you seen that TV show, Shit's Creek? No, I have not. Sorry, I don't, I don't know if this is the best time to trail off, but that TV show fucking sucks. Anyways, I bet it does. <laughs> Robin Hood, essentially. So this was around the time when this story came out. GameStop was at like $200, $300, right? Initially, uh, about a month ago, it was probably at like 10 It was real, real little. So to go from 10 to 300 in the span of like essentially three weeks especially for a company that's been around as long as gamestop has it's literally unheard of and it probably will never happen again so what robin hood did was they prevented people from buying gamestop because remember guys when you uh when you hold on to the stock that's supply and demand so the value of gamestop goes up because there's less of it in circulation so if you prevent people from buying gamestop you're essentially encouraging people to sell their shares at gamestop right because when you sell the gamestop the value of gamestop will go down because people aren't holding on to it right so when the value of gamestop goes down it allows hedge fund managers to purchase gamestop at a reasonable price where they'll be able to make back the money that they sold it for cover their when they were shorting the stock yeah yeah um so Robinhood and a bunch of companies decided to cancel the buying of stocks like GME. And we also, AMC was another stock that was being targeted for short squeeze. But 
it, it it didn't really make the news like GameStop did. Also, it didn't really take off like GameStop did because, yeah. you know, and this is only one group of people, right? They can't hold uh, what, two what shares of stocks. Nokia and what and something else too, right? Where are the other ones? Um, BlackBerry. Yeah, that's what it was. And they were just calling them meme stocks. But anyway, we don't need to get it. That doesn't really have anything to do with the main of what's going on. Yeah. That, that part doesn't interest me as much. Yeah, so because you know, you can't buy the stock anymore and uh, you're being encouraged to sell it, it gets really hard to not hold on to it, right? It gets really hard to just not sell it. Sorry, that's not the word I wanted to do. And of course, but... everyone on Reddit is just like, hold, hold, hold. But really, it's like, when they say hold, they can just sell and then you're fucked. Like, if you hold on, if you ride it into the ground and it goes back to $90, you could have sold at $300 and made a lot of money. Yep. It's like a Mexican standoff, right? The first person to shoot is the one that's going to get all the money. But the longer you don't shoot for, the more money that piles up. So it's like, who is going to take out first, right? Who is going to be the group of people that fucks over the other group of people by uh, taking their money out? Yeah, Mexican so standoff. it was going to happen eventually, right? There's no way, like human nature and how it is, there's no way people are going to hold on forever. So this week, as of this week, GameStop fell dramatically. It fell almost like 300%, and now it's at $90, up from probably 400 or something. I didn't even see the high, but okay, so I'm sure it was up there. What do you think of the arguments behind market manipula- manipulation? Um, like, I'm sure Reddit you've heard was doing? it, right? Are they saying Reddit was the one that was market manipulating? They're saying both. People are accusing Robinhood of manipulating the market by restricting buying. And people are saying that Reddit is manipulating the market by... Yeah, I think... Dude, it's bullshit, man. Like, I I really don't think that Robinhood should be allowed to put trade limits like that. Like, that is some bullshit, man. And do you think that Reddit no. is, is uh, acting in a market manipulation type fashion? It's market manipulation in the sense that they saw somebody that was manipulating the market to their own benefit. And they were like, hey, if we fuck this guy over, then we can get rich by... Uh, fucking this guy's work over right but do you think it's manipulation hmm personally i, I don't, don't think it's manipulation for the fact that so many people had to be on board to do it you know i what think I mean? it's promotion more than it is manipulation if i post on reddit tomorrow that you should buy twitter stock that's just promoting it's like advertising like i'm not making yeah. anyone buy twitter stock like everyone has their own independent opinion that they could just say ha fuck off like no you know like any any given day you can tell anyone to buy any stock and like say it's a good idea right and i'm sure there are legal requirements behind that to say that you're not a financial advisor and anything you give is not financial advice right right uh, yeah by the way i'm not a financial advisor definitely guilty of manipulating the market well yeah yeah but I, I truly believe that. Like, I don't think they should be allowed to do something like that, especially just pull it out of their ass like that. Because you know damn well that they were trying to decrease the value of GameStop. Like, there's no doubt in my mind. Why else would they put a trade limit on buying GameStop? So, it's kind of bullshit. I'm glad that it's going to, uh, um, what do you call it? Like, when it goes to Senate, cap, it, it's going to the national the national court. Court, yeah. Is, is that the right word? Whatever. I don't know. It... it it's in DC right now, the issue. Okay, yeah, so yeah. I'm hoping it gets like looked at. Yeah, and I kind of doubt. Yeah, I kind of doubt that anything will happen because a lot of these politicians have their money ran by hedge fund managers. Right. So I'm sure hedge fund managers are telling these politicians like, "Hey, man, you can't fuck us over like this." You know, like 
we control your money and all this. And uh, I think that know, it's the- kind of okay for Robinhood to restrict trading. Here's why. So in the interest of self-preservation, like if I am the Apple man, the Apple seller, and like everyone's like buying apples and like I know that it's a bad deal on my end to sell them these apples, like, and I know I'm going to lose money if I decide to sell them apples, I'm just going to tell them to fuck off. Like I'm not going to sell you these apples. You know what I mean? Like you don't do something, you don't make a trade. Every trade is optional and you don't make a trade unless it's benefiting you or you accept the consequences, you know? Yeah. So if you're knowingly entering a bad trade, you you can just stop. Like you could just opt to not. So I think that if that's the position that Robin hood wants to take, I understand that, but they are manipulating the market. Right. But it's like, it's like, hello Ming. I would like to buy GameStop like to you. Right. And then you're saying like, no, I'm not going to sell you GameStop win because I'm not going to be benefiting from that transaction. You know, like it just makes sense. Well, it's the company though. Like it's their policy that they're going to sell no matter what. Like it's a trading app. Right. And here's yeah, the thing. But is when... that like a legal thing? Like I get it. If it's, if they wrote down in their like legal documents, we will have to sell to you under any condition. Like then they're breaking their own rules. And like, that's the rules that I got signed up for. So that's illegal. Right. Well, it's but, the rule of market manipulation. Here's the thing, Wynn. That guy on Reddit, so there was uh, the leader of this whole GameStop endeavor. His name was Deep Fucking Value. He had 50,000 shares of GameStop. If he ever sold those shares at the peak, right, that would be market manipulation. That's why he couldn't sell. Is because he basically told all these people, like, hey, let's increase the value of the stock that I currently own, right? So this is benefiting me, and then I sell those shares. That is technically market manipulation. Dude, so that's, it, this it is goes so ways. complicated so fast. I mean, I guess, but like, it, like I don't it works understand for both the sides. definition that's why of that market guy manipulation is all. Like you're manipulating a price to your own benefit. Right. I mean, like I, I get the basic definition, but like where does the where do you cross the line? Like where does it, you know, like am I that, technically yeah. I'm manipulating the market by even entering the market by being a character and buying things and selling things in the market that is manipulating the market. Right. I guess it's more so just investing. But like that, where does it become foul play? Right. It's when you tell, like, it's when you like purposely go out of your way to like bend rules, like, like the Robin hood thing, right. They're telling people that you can't buy our stock so that we can force the stock to go down. Right. And then also on the Reddit example, like I said, if that guy, if he had 50,000 shares, he would have made $50 million. He also probably would have gone to jail because he told all these people to buy the stock and hold the stock so that he could My thing is out. they didn't have to fucking listen to him. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, they but like, did. I guess, like, I, if you say, like, if I, tell, if I told somebody to, like, murder someone and then they murdered him, like, I understand that I kind of would be liable. When he's the leader, right? So if he takes, like, if he doesn't take out, people aren't going to take out. And that's what was going on in the subreddit. But because, like, if he did ever take out, he would be fucking over everybody that held for him, essentially. Right. So, yeah. It goes both ways. That's the that's the thing, right? I don't think that Reddit as a whole manipulated the market. But if if that guy, like, like I said, if that guy did take out the money... Or did take out his shares when yeah. uh, the price was that high. He'd go he to, jail. Gone to jail for it. 100%. Yeah. 
what is uh tell us about the subreddit wall street bets and like tell us about your history with it so i've been on the subreddit for like i want to say two years uh back when people it was really just a place for like lost porn if you know what that is Law where porn? it's like lost porn where oh, you just go where, there like, you cry and you see... about how much you lost yeah and like it's just people investing like it was like gambling basically the way yeah. they describe it is 4chan found a bloomberg terminal which is pretty funny um what is a bloomberg terminal it's like what stock traders use to trade stock it's like it gives you like updated information oh, and like, okay yeah um i actually have one at my school so i might start using it soon but anyways uh those things are like twenty thousand dollars or something ridiculous so it's pretty funny the to terminal? think about yeah the bloomberg terminal and um here's the thing when people on that subreddit what they would do is they weren't investing right they were just fucking gambling they were like hey man this stock went up five dollars today i bet it'll go up twenty dollars tomorrow i'm gonna put my fucking life savings and my dad's yeah. 401k and my right. mom's fucking retirement plan on that shit let's go <laughs> and then they would lose all their money <laughs> so yeah. it was for places like that and like this this thing that GameStop did, it truly was like a once in a fucking lifetime thing. Like I don't think I'll ever see Wall Street bets pull off something like this ever again because the way that they invest their money and the things that get upvoted on there are just like it's it's like lost porn essentially. Like people just losing vast and vast amounts of money. And here's the thing, man. That subreddit, I was on it when there was like probably a hundred thousand people. Right now there's like eight fucking million people because of the uh because of the GameStop song. Yeah, the GameStonks. GameStonks! Yeah, game so, yeah, that's my experience with Wall Street Bets. Do you have anything you want to talk about? Uh, I, I knew it existed, but, like, I just kind of am an observer on Reddit. I'm not an active participant at, at all in any capacity until, like, recently. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, this has been the, uh, fuck, what month is it? February third 2021 uh re-recording of the foglers episode 29 i don't know how this is gonna be in here but it might be a frankenstein mess i'm sure i'll edit it up and we're gonna record some intros and outros and make it good for you guys have a good way can i just oh you got can i just mention say? something yeah, yeah sure. so the fact i don't know if you already talked about this but the fact that the bubble popped means that the hedge fund managers did win in the end right so in the end well yeah the rich stay rich and we're still poor so that's cool with me. yeah the rich always win um so and there you go also another big like uh enlightening thing i heard on the radio was that like since everyone was posting on reddit nothing was stopping like the big money rich uh hedge fund managers from other hedge funds that weren't like you know shorting like the other hedge funds that were just chilling from like just hopping on like i'm sure a bunch of uh a bunch of what do you call uh hedge funds participated in the pump and dump yeah i'm sure gamestop ceo like made a fucking i'm sure he made like 10 reddit accounts just to post on wall street bets like hey keep on holding the stock guys yeah when it, and when it was at 500 dollars, he just sold as much yeah. as he legally could <laughs> i i would not doubt it honestly i would do that shit yeah leave gamestop so. in the dust Unless, yeah, unless GameStop CEO. converts to uh, like gaming lounges and like you know what what do they call them like the cafes mm. the gamer cafes unless they convert every single GameStop store into a gamer cafe like they have no chance you know 
or they just go massively online, right? Like, which I don't know how they can at this point. Like, how can they win? Like, with Steam and Epic? Like, how do you beat out Steam and Epic? Like, sorry. Your only advantage is that you have the physical locations. Exactly, yeah. And, like, we all know that GameStop is, like, half merch now. Like, you go into a GameStop, it's, like, half merch and, like, consoles and then, like, some games, right? And I also want to mention that there were three GameStops near where I live. All of them have shut down during this pandemic. So Right. And, like, they weren't doing great anyway. Yeah. So... Fuck GameStop, but they it did make a lot of people a lot of money, so I'm happy about that. If you manage to make money off GameStop, good for you, man. Stick it to the man. Fuck those guys. Rage um, against the machine. Rage against the machine. All right, I'm gonna close it out. Have a good have a good Wednesday, guys. Uh, please show some love on uh, what's our preferred social medium platform. I don't know. We'll we'll mention it in the outro, right? Yeah, but please show some love because honestly, Ming and I are trying to move on with our lives and we're trying to figure out what the fuck we want to do. And if this podcast isn't loved, I think we uh, need to reconsider our format. Yeah. Also, I want to say if you're a gymnast, uh, stay safe because I think that stuff's like dangerous sometimes. A gymnast? Yeah. For Pokemon gyms? No, like a like a guy that does like you know gymnasts, like the Olympic gyms, like the you know the people that do flips and uh, tricks, and they're like okay. jumping across the mat. Whatever, yeah. whatever that was about. <laughs> Stay safe. <laughs>